Welcome to The Collector's House, a Matches Fashion Podcast. I'm Danielle Rudeutchen. Each episode features a conversation with a creative mind about the things that inspire them or that have given their life meaning in some way. From books, to art, to a piece of jewellery, these objects are collected into a cabinet which resides in physical form in the attic at 5 Carlos Place, the Matches Fashion Townhouse in London. My guest on this episode is the art gallery director, David Morpin, co-founder of the Lehman Morpin Galleries. A global presence in the art world scene, and with a roster of artists that includes Gilbert and George, Lee Bull and Catherine Opie, he resides in New York with his husband, the magazine editor, Stefano Tonki, and their two children. He sat down with me during the inaugural Freeze Art Fair in Los Angeles to talk about the relationship between art and fashion the environmental education project he is passionate about, and why, when it comes to art, he is gender-blind. Do you always show it Freeze? We do. Have you always, yeah. We've always shown it Freeze. Um, Freeze London, Freeze New York, and obviously now Freeze Los Angeles, which we're super excited about because, mm. you know, I mean, for me... I grew up in California, and um, to bring our artist um, to uh, a place that in some way is home, even though it's not home yeah. anymore, yeah. Um, and to, you know, we have, we have new work of, of two, two artists. We have a two-artist a two booth, um, Doho Sa, um, a great uh, Korean-American English, I have to say, also artist because he he now lives in London with his wife and two daughters and um, is in the process of becoming officially British. All right. Um, so that's kind of um, and his work is really about also um, being uh, kind of at home everywhere and which is a very modern idea isn't it exactly yeah. yeah yeah and i mean actually in a lot of ways that's in the dna of our program and our gallery i mean he is one example but um i think that when i think back because obviously for for this i was thinking back a little bit about kind of the gallery and the artist and how i was going to explain things and i was thinking about kind of borders and how when Rochelle Lehman and I, I mean, I don't think we we, we had this, um, it wasn't like kind of spoken, but I think we were both just had this intense curiosity for the world. And we um, felt that there was great art being made everywhere. And that it was our kind of mission and passion to, to go out and find it. How did you guys meet? Um, Rochelle and I actually met through friends, and I was uh, at the time living in Milan, and I was told, um, told, I was, I said, someone said like, oh, you've got to, um, there's this person, I know that you'll get along with her very well, um, she has a gallery in Lausanne, Switzerland, um, and it happened that I was uh, going to Lausanne, very close to Milan, I was driving, and I went to her gallery, and of course, she was standing right by the front door. So um, we're both only children. Um, and I think in some way that par our partnership, our business partnership has also satisfied this um, kind of 
emotional part, you know, and we've become kind of um, very complete together. I think we have a very strong bond. Um, so, and we, we kind of, um, I think, see uh, art, the importance of art, the need of art um, in similar ways. So um, it's wonderful to have kind of uh, a long-standing business partnership like that. But it's funny because I wanted to, back to California. Yeah, I'm going to talk about California. Yeah, you, let's, yeah, well, we're here for Yeah, freeze. we're here, yeah. So I actually, um, I saw this quote today and it made On me a think a lot about, um, it, it's a quote from Joan Didion. Um, and uh, I think that one of the things probably that I would put in the cabinet right up right away is a book a collection of essays that she did about California um, called where I was from and uh, this quote I think is really important because uh, well I'll, I'll just read it they who came to California were not the self-satisfied happy and content people but the adventurous the restless and the daring and so I was thinking a little bit about you know, Lehman Maupin Gallery and kind of what we do at the gallery. And I think that sense of um, curiosity and, um, you know, travel and going out in the world, I really think that came out of my California childhood and, you know, my background. And um, Tell us a bit about, give us a flavor of what your background was like. Oh my gosh, it's... You know, it's funny because I obviously live in New York now and I, you know, um, my life is in New York, my family is in New York, my children are New Yorkers, totally. Um, but the longer I'm in New York, the more I realize that some part of me is a Californian. And um, it goes, I think it starts with, and, and very much like um, what happens in art, it, like, it's about the senses. So, you know, the smell of night-blooming jasmine outside my window when I was growing up. And um, Whereabouts in California was Well, it? that's what's interesting. I, I was born in, in Northern California, in, a little outside of San Francisco. Um, and I went to high school um, here in Los Angeles. And then I went to university back in Northern California. Um, you studied history of art? Correct. Yeah, 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 I did. I studied history of art um, at the University of California, Berkeley. So, and But both my parents went to Stanford. So very Californian family. I was the black sheep of the family. Um, In what way? To go to Berkeley. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big deal. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, I think that... Um, Gosh, where were we? we were talking? Oh, about California. I think that sense of, um, you know, kind of exploration and wanting to see it. And, and that kind of what, what Chandini says of being a pioneer spirit in a way, you know, and um, wanting to see things and traveling distances. And um, yeah, you know, yeah. that's so interesting because as we were saying just before we started recording, and um, we were talking to Kim Gordon yesterday, similarly grew up in. California and I think she's spoke speaks about that quite a lot and that need to, she's a pioneer she was a pioneer in music and art and it's a really interesting idea and also especially to take it then to New York 
that kind of that the idea of it traveling and moving around and also i mean i have a gallery in hong kong and a gallery yeah. in seoul so i really think that um you know that curiosity is part of this california boy how does it feel coming back here i mean you must come back here a lot anyway but we're here now for the freeze fair and does it feel do you feel like you just know your way around at the back of your hand and you're very comfortable here or is it an alien entity to you coming back i think both um we have five artists that live here um so liza lu now helen pashkin who's a new artist for us that we're starting to work with um catherine opie um alex prager uh jennifer steinkamp um and so I come quite often for business, uh, do a lot with the with museums here, um, but I also come for kind of family holidays. Yeah, I was going to ask you to have family. My husband, Stefano, is very much loves California. I think there's a, a, a large, there's kind of a um, wonderful connection between um, the climate of California and the and certain climate of Italy. You know, there's a connection, um, maybe more so in Northern California. Um, and, um, so we bring our children for vacation quite often. And I really think keeping them in touch with some form of, um, where I was from, where mm. I am from. Yeah. Do you ever wish you could bring up your kids in California as a just because this is where you grew up? You know, I love New York. So I just, I, you know, I want to be clear. New York is a... I mean, okay, maybe it's not going through its best period. <laughs> a lot of construction. You know, um, I would say, uh, you know, 10 years ago, it seemed like all the construction was happening in London and Berlin and, you know, all over Europe. And Manhattan was just kind of going along the same as always. And now it's completely, you know, Manhattan's a construction zone. When did you move out? Um, I moved, I moved to New York, I think the first time in the early nineties, then went yeah, back to wow. Europe a little bit. Then when Rochelle and I opened the gallery in, um, 96, um, so. So it must've changed. It has changed a lot in that completely. time. Yeah. And particularly right now, I think that right now it's going through a huge transformation, but with all of that said, I think that um, I do, when I, when I land, I feel like I'm at home. Um, as I said, I don't think that, I mean, my children are completely, um, and my husband, we're all, we're all just, you know, we're You have two thriving. girls, right? How, mm -hmm. old are, how old are they? Uh, they will be eight in July. They're in second grade. And actually, I was thinking about... Um, in anticipation of this, of our talk, uh, one thing, another thing that I would put kind of in this cabinet is a wonderful uh, work of art. I have to say that first that Catherine Opie did, one of my artists, one of the artists I represent. Um, she's a photographer, very, very LA based. And um, she uh, took a photograph of my daughter's. So um, I think probably that would be one of the one of the objects that I would put in the cabinet. Mm. Can I show you a picture? Of it? Yes. Well, I, I think 
I mean, it's not great for the for the podcast, but <laughs> yeah, I think that since you can add it, at least I can can I give you a visual and you know. Uh, Were you surprised? It really was when, just done. Did you I commission mean, her, Catherine? No, to do it? she asked. She asked if she could do it, so she did this um, a month ago. Um, we were here for vacation. She said, come over and bring your daughters and have them bring three changes of clothes. And that was it. Oh, wow. The dresses are so cute as well with those birds adorned on them. What did you think when you saw it? Did you feel like, did, you, did it make you look at your kids in a different way? Well, I think the interesting thing is, is that... Um, it's really cute. I think the interesting thing is, is that when you work with an artist, um, when I saw the, with the photograph, it's as much about the artist, Kathy, um, as it is about our children. Um, you know, they're in these, in this kind of very elaborate dresses. Um, they are serious, but, and very connected. They're, you know, physically touching. Um, and yes, although my daughters, our daughters are, are very close, they're twins, but they're also, they're also very friendly with each other. They, 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 they are not at all, I would say, um, they're, they're bookish. They're they love they love sports too. Um, they're very they're laughing quite a bit all the time, um, and th there's a part of them that are represented in that photograph. But for me, that photograph is really someone else's um, a great someone else, a great artist. Um, her interpretation she sees something that i i see sometimes but i see other things too did they enjoy having that i think so taken? Yeah, yeah they did yeah <laughs> yeah so um do you have a large art collection of your own i mean large no <laughs> i wouldn't say large um, i don't know what is large, i but... yeah no exactly um i think the thing is is that you know having a gallery uh you're, you know, you're so connected to the group of artists that you work with. And, you know, we've, we're, we're not a gallery that we, we represent artists that we deeply, deeply um, believe in conceptually, um, emotionally were. So, yes, do I have work of, of the artists that I, um, that we represent? I, of course, I, you know, I try to have a, a work of every, every one of the artists. Um, but, um, I don't, I'm not like kind of a, you know, collector the way that, um, great so, contemporary art collectors are or should be. So know. when you go to the fairs, you're not looking to buy stuff for yourself or? Not really. I, you know, sometimes I end up buying something because, um, it's usually an artist that I, you know, that I've been following or that, um, kind of speaks to me for some reason. Um, Which area did you focus in on when you were doing your degree? Well, that is, um, that's an interesting question because I was actually studying um, Renaissance architecture, which in fact took me to 
Italy for um, what's called in the United States your junior year abroad. And um, so I went to Florence, and that is where um, I met Stefano, my husband. And um, I think that uh, my love of art really became defined when I started to put the pieces of politics, history, um, and art making together and the reflection of a time, um, a situation, and not, I would say more than a moment, but, you know, um, you know, really a period of time. And I think that is what, when I, when I started thinking about, you know, studying Renaissance art and thinking about kind of the system, the politics, the history, um, the, even the psychology as much as, you know, historians could put it together and then started to apply that to contemporary art and to thinking about contemporary art is when I became very excited about contemporary art and then very excited also about working with artists. Hmm. Um, you, I'll, I'll come back to that, but um, what else are you putting in the cabinet at this point? Oh my gosh, so what yeah. could I put from Florence? Yeah, I guess, um, or let's say Italy, something. So I... Part of my part of my um, studying in in Italy um, in history of art led me to an internship at the um, Guggenheim collection in Venice. Wow. Um, so I lived in Venice for three months and did an internship there. And um, on our mantle in our in the in our bedroom. Um, by the fireplace is a photograph um, of you know me and Stefano in the garden of the Guggenheim in Venice. Uh, so that was many years ago. Something that I see when I wake up in the morning, when I go to bed. So I'd probably put that photograph would be That's one nice. of the things. Yeah, connects it connects my my learning about art history, um, my meeting Stefano. And, you know, just as a very, very wonderful memory. Do you have a home in Italy? No, but we vacation there as much as possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, nice. Um, yeah, and I was interested as well to, you were talking about, cross, you know, being interested in crossovers in art um, between politics and history. And um, I guess because of your relationship with Stefano and he's the editor-in-chief of W and there seems to be some kind of, Thing. I don't know if it's always been there or if it's just more magnified at the moment, um, but there seems to be a big crossover at the moment between art and fashion. Certainly, I know that lots of fashion designers are very interested in working with Artist. artists, whether it's Loewe or, I mean, you know, you can name hundreds of them. Um, you know, Jonathan just did a great project with Gilbert and George. Um, yes. At my artists that I represent since 96. I was wondering... Yeah, is that something that you've noticed and is it something that's always been there or is it something that's emerged more recently? No, it was not always there. Yeah, I really, think yeah. that contemporary art has become much more um, looked at as part of contemporary culture mm. and um, a reflection of um, our times. And that is something that's changed, I would say, in the last you know, 10 15 years. Um. I'm wondering if it's something to do with designers, fashion designers 
it's almost like maybe there's nothing new to design in fashion so they're kind of looking for new ways to be creative and it's kind of through collaboration I don't know um, well I mean artists are great thinkers yeah and they're poets and whether or not the the their poetry takes the form of sculpture painting performance mm. um, it's inspirational right I mean so it's the land of ideas and artists want audience I mean that's yeah. really True. something very very important so at best you know it can be a, a great win-win situation um, because I think the audience of fashion ultimately is just I mean let's be honest it's just it's much larger than the than the audience for contemporary art and so when those kind of collaborations work, they're, they're fantastic. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. And I suppose also just thinking about social media, I mean, and those audiences when they cross-pollinate and then multiply, I suppose it does make sense in that way. Yeah. Is that something that you work... Do you think about um, your artist's profile online and does that is that something that you have to take into consideration these days? Well, I think anyone has to think about yeah. kind of... Um, the digital revolution yeah. and our presence online. I think it's very, very important. Um, you know, we have, I'm actually very proud that we've, we've collected an archive of talks and interviews, some of them very amateurish, but um, I love having them and they're, they're on our website. So we now have, I don't know, five, six, seven, maybe seven years of, um, artist talks and just home produced um, videos and things and we translate them into Mandarin and Korean and they live online in our on our website and I think it's important um, yeah. so yes we're very conscious of, of kind of, of being present in that mm. space yeah what else is going into the cabinet? Oh my gosh, I know. <laughs> so what? I have something from California, right? Yeah. yeah. I have Joan um, Didion. Right. I have uh, I have a photograph um, in Italy. Um, Your daughters. I have my daughters. So and an artwork. At, yeah. And an artwork at, because it's both. So it's both. So we're already at the fifth. Mm. Wow. Well, you know, something that we're working on now, which I think would be somehow i i'm really you know we're talking about kind of online memorializing what rochelle and i have done with the gallery and um you know the artists that come from all over the world because i mean i think gosh you know we represent um yes yeah, some of them are in california but like liza lou her studio is also in durban south africa you know, Robin Road, South African, but lives in Berlin. Um, Nicholas Schlobo, Johannesburg. Doho Sa lives in London, born in Korea, went to school in the United States. Uh, Lee Boole, uh, still, you know, Korean, lives in Seoul. Um, Kader Atia, who just opened a uh, solo museum show at the Hayward in London. Um, Algerian, raised in Paris. So I think memorializing kind of um, these, these artists that are kind of um, 
from all over the world and kind of our our passion for discovery and and curiosity and things i think you know a book that we're working on about the gallery and the history of the gallery and giving these artists a um kind of a, a platform i think that would be something that i would love to i mean we haven't finished it we've just started working on it but it's we're hoping to have it for the 25th anniversary, which is coming up in a year and a half. So, um, wow. congratulations you know, I think already. Though. That would be something that um, I think would be would be kind of a significant thing um, for my, you know, kind of my um, career that I would like to maybe put there on the is shelf. It, is it a coffee table book, or is it more of a academic tome? written essay there are essays essay. also Be so written, i think uh no um but not yet let's see let's see how that goes um but um i think that would be um it's large large scale mm. yeah mm. so that would be something um you know i'm not actually much of um you know I, it's not that i i don't collect jewelry i i am not I'm actually not very um, materialistic, actually. So a lot of things that are important to me are things that are a little bit more conceptual, like um, experiences, memories. Um, uh, I'm involved in an organization. I'm on the board of an organization called Edible Schoolyard, um, which was uh, started in, in Berkeley, California by uh, Alice Waters. And she's kind of the the mother of um, the American slow food movement, and um, you know, farm to table. And and our mission for this for this particular organization is um, nutrition and education in the public school system um, in the United States. And so. For me, those kind of like something to put in would be, I mean, what can I say? Like a fresh tomato that I remember growing <laughs> yeah. in Northern California yeah. or carrots that you just eat. You know, when you learn that a little bit of dirt is actually good for your immune system yeah. and you just pick vegetables or and you just eat it fresh out of the garden. Yeah. Um, but I don't think you could really put that. Uh, maybe like a porcelain... <laughs> You know, some kind of you know incredibly beautiful ceramic carrot. I don't know, a little tomato. I think it or can something. be. I mean, the whole thing is such an abstract idea. I think we could put in some. Why not put something, some live veg, yeah, in there. Um, but that's. I think that's nice. Um, have you told Michelle Obama about that? Isn't that? I don't know Michelle Obama. I would love to know her. I've just finished her. reading a book, and she. You know, I know that she's really involved in all that. But um, yeah, that feels like a nice, a really nice thing to put in there. Is that something you did after? since having kids or no every significant event of my my life was celebrated at Chez Panisse in Berkeley this restaurant that Alice Waters yeah. started and I think what what also I think is so incredible is when when she started the restaurant she also thought of it as a place of discussion um, and politics and a political statement so I think that, you know, there is this idea that, you know, what you, what you do um, is a political statement and how you do it. 
and whether it's through a restaurant or through a gallery. So um, I, you know, I really felt very much uh, in tune with her kind of, you know, her philosophy. Mm. Plus, it's you know delicious, and um, what's better than you know great fresh food? Yeah, yeah. totally. Okay, well, before we finish, I just wanted to ask you one more thing, because I obviously you're so well-placed in the art world and you know everything about contemporary art, probably. Um, for people who might want to um, read up on stuff or learn more about it, um, what do you think is... What's the most interesting aspect of the art world currently? Is it political or is it...? Well, I think that we're at a place where there is an audience and an interest for all types of voices and there's really attention and it's coming from the great curators and the great museums you're talking about america or you think it's a global about the around the world i yeah. mean like i said cataratia the hayward gallery um you know an algerian a french algerian artist having that museum space um uh, Neri Ward at the New Museum, another one of my artists. But it, but I'm not. It doesn't even have to be about my art. The artists that I represent. I just think that we're in a time when there's interest for artists, regardless of gender, regardless of um, national identity, regardless of um, uh, sexual orientation. And I remember actually, you know, I wish I could remember which Freeze London it was, but I participated in Freeze London, and it must have been about 10 years ago. Um, and there was a performance, there was a, there was a um, uh, you know, they always commission art, you know, an artist to do things. So there was um, this uh, collective, and they were kind of going around the fair and pointing out, um, gender imbalance um, within the artist and the galleries that were represent were showing at the fair. And then they came by our booth and they said, oh, well, you're one of the few galleries we can't call out because you have a high percentage of women artists. And it started, it really triggered, and this was like, I, I believe it was 10, 11, 12 years ago maybe, um, and it made me really think that, you know, I think when Rochelle Lehman and I were, were thinking about kind of the program and the artist and what interests us, we were, we were gender blind. We were just looking for great art. We were curious. We were out there. I wanted to travel. I still love to travel. So, um, you know, um, I Are think that that's really what's wonderful about the contemporary art world now is that. You know, it's it's all happening. You what's know? the most thinking of travel and global? What's the most exciting area in the world for, that where arts, exciting arts coming out of at the moment? Well, listen. Just when you, I mean, I of course I would I could say Asia. You know, I mm -hmm. think I'm very excited okay. about Asia. Um, I, I I feel like um, Korea is in some way for me. Um, a spiritual home, kind of my my third. I've got California, New York, and I think Korea is, is or Seoul is a is a place that I've always felt 
incredibly comfortable there. Um, you know, I don't necessarily believe in past lives, but I just, I from the time that I um, went in, you know, the 90s, I felt a connection. Um, and, and when I was when I was in high school, actually, um, I went. I lived in Asia for a, a short period of time, and I think that um, I feel very, um, very much in tune with what's happening in that part of the world. That's why we have the gallery in, in Seoul and in Hong Kong. That's great. Excuse me. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you. It's been great having you. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. That was an episode of The Collector's House, a Matches Fashion podcast. You can find more episodes and more about Five Carlos Place on the Matches Fashion website, and you can join the conversation on social media by searching for at Matches Fashion, at Matches Fashion Man, and the hashtag Five Carlos Place. Thanks for listening.